0: Welcome on into the Wolverine.com podcast. Clayton Safey here with Chris Ballas and Anthony Broom. Michigan football season is over, but we're still working here. Offseason is in full swing, guys. It feels like every other minute there's a guy either declaring for the draft or in the transfer portal. We saw Sean Nua, uh, defensive line coach, leave to USC. We'll talk about that in a little bit. We're also monitoring Jim Harbaugh's situation, something we were talking about right after the Ohio State game that he deserved a raise and that he was probably going to get it uh looks like that's going to be the case uh at the same time uh probably want some other assurances as well so chris i just kind of want to throw the floor to you uh you had your a couple updates but the most recent one on wednesday night doesn't sound like anything's changed since then there's some confidence that some things are going to get done and michigan's going to push forward uh what's the latest how much you want to share
1: Yeah, they want it done by uh, Sunday or early next week at the latest. A lot of boosters are very interested, obviously, and they have a say. These are the ones that sign checks and help with the NIL stuff and everything else. So a deal has not been reached. Uh, There have been reports, I believe, on that, but nothing has changed. They are close. They are close and they are together on a lot of points, but uh, a couple sticking points that have to be worked out. Contrary to popular belief, NIL cannot be figured into a contract because it is against state laws and I think university or NCAA laws as well. Ha ha ha! Right, NCAA rules. But uh, that is something that they're going to have to follow. So, uh, and then there's about the use of the the Nike logo and the the Jordan uh, logo and everything else. Kids are going to be able to allow us allowed to use those, but there's sticking points on the block M. Uh, And they would probably have to pay for the right to use that at least a little bit if they wanted to do that. But it sounds like uniforms will be okay going forward. So but more than anything, Jim Harbaugh wants a wants to keep his staff intact and strengthen his staff. And it sounds like they will be given more money to hire a few more people. In addition, uh, they will get some more money for their assistance. They've already lost one in Sean Nua. We wrote about that a week ago, too, that other teams were interested in him, not just as a D-line coach, but as a coordinator. He ended up being the D-line coach at USC, which we'll talk about in a minute. But uh, the most important thing to him, I think, is not about his money, and he's proven that by giving away some of his bonus money, but getting the staff the money that they deserve and keeping them together because, like he said, this is the beginning of something he thinks is going to be pretty special.
2: Yeah. And the thing too, with the NFL stuff, I mean, we've seen the reports. I mean, the reports have come from you too, Chris, where the the Raiders are willing to offer Jim, I think up to $12 million. I never really got the sense that it was going to be about outbidding him. It was just going to be what was fair, uh, what was fair, not only for him, but uh, for the staff, for the resources. Uh, Let's be honest. I mean, that was last Friday night was a little bit sobering in that you saw that there's still another level that you need to reach as a program. And in order to do that, you need the resources to do so. So, um, you know, it's it seems like things are trending in the right direction. We always have it seems like these one to two weeks of whispers and rumors every single year, but it, it certainly seems like everything's sort of coming to a head and there's not, you know, we're not firing up anything on the back end to prepare for a coaching search or anything like that. It's more of a it seems to me like it's more of a, a when, not if. So That's correct.
0: Yeah. And I think that's the first of all it feels like groundhog day in that respect i mean all of what last december and january we were in a similar spot kind of waiting on this type of stuff but obviously a different situation right he's going to get a pay bump this time and i think what both of you guys touched on is is important in this because i think he was like hey if i'm going to get us to the final four right if i'm going to get us to the college football playoff well i want to be able to go there and win and you know if we're going to get there and win those games. We're gonna to have to change a couple things up. One, like you said, Chris, the assistant coaching salary pool, which is the easiest thing to do. Uh, you got to keep the guys. If you have this great staff that he was able to assemble last year, which he did, uh, the guys you want to keep, you want to, you know, have the resources to be able to keep them. And then when you talk about NIL, can't be in a contract, obviously, but uh, you know, talking about the the licensing stuff, the copyright things, where hey. He's going to fight for his guys. Remember the video back in fall camp when uh, one of the regents was speaking to the team and then Jim went over and was like, hey, what do you think about the whole Block M thing? And the whole team went crazy. So that's obviously been something that he's been interested in ever since NIL passed. So I think it's more so now, hey, he's going to get a raise because he deserves it. And also, well, we're at this stage now in in college football. We've reached that, that level. And we want to put it over the top. And I think that's just some of these things that he wants in this deal, or maybe not even can't be written in, but can be things that they talk about at the table. He wants to make sure those get done so he can, you know, take this thing even higher. And he's got the leverage now.
1: Last year, he had no leverage coming off a two and four season. And so he can put it out there, or whoever can put it out there. And they're not just putting it out there to put it out there. Jim loves the Raiders organization and always has. The Raiders have always loved him. That's where he got to start from Al Davis. And he quotes him all the time. And he said, That was the guy. That was my guy. It's way back in what? Uh, 2003, 2004, I think it was. So uh, at the same time, he loves it at Michigan. And you know he does. And you could see it on his face this year. I couldn't have said the same thing last year when it got really ugly and you had guys. I think it was uh, uh, Ronnie Bell who said we couldn't stand to be around each other. And you could see it, A.B. and and Clayton. You could see it, that these guys didn't like each other and there was a chemistry issue. This year was a completely different thing. And you can see that Jim Harbaugh has been rejuvenated. That's what we said needed to happen for Michigan to reach its peak again. And, boy, they they got – every bit out of their talent this year, in my opinion, 12 and two, what a fantastic year. They'll probably finish number three. So, but it's not just about getting there. It's about staying there and competing with Ohio state on an annual basis and making the playoff every couple of years, three years, four years, whatever is the big 10 champion is going to do most of the time. And I would imagine that the, the playoff will get expanded, but that's another argument for another day. But in my opinion, this is really, like he said, it's the beginning. And like we said, when it when it broke, uh, well, when, when we said it a couple weeks ago, about a week and a half ago about the Raiders thing, that it sounded like the beginning, of course, of a contract negotiation. So uh, we do expect it to get done next week. And uh, there will be other NFL teams that come calling. Make no mistake if this thing doesn't get wrapped up quickly. Michigan's boosters and the administration, they know
2: that. Yeah, the one thing I'll say about the NFL rumors, too, is that, like, you never hear you never hear him rumored for, like, the Jacksonville Jaguars or, okay. you know, one of these piddly organizations. Well, Trent Trent like, there. They got Trent wow. as a GM. I'm <laughs> throwing the example out there, but um, it's always, like, so he gets to start with the Raiders. And, like, Jim Harbaugh is inherently just a football man through and through. So if the Chicago Bears, for instance, came calling, like, that's a, you know, channeling Mike Ditka and all those old teams and obviously a team he used to play for. Like you only, you normally only hear the teams that like he either has a tie to, or has a great respect for. So I I don't want to say this has all just been a leverage play. Like I would tend to believe that these teams are calling and they're willing to offer a ton, but um, it certainly does help his leverage. And like I said, I think it's, it's in Michigan's best interest on all fronts to get it done sooner rather than later. I mean, we've seen, you know, without going too deep into the past, we've seen what happens when phone calls go unanswered or things get dragged out a little bit. Weird things can happen. So hope that this thing gets done. Um, you know, there's a lot of work to do still. I think if, Michigan, if Jim Harbaugh felt that Michigan had tapped out its potential, maybe we're having a different conversation. But uh, I don't think he feels that way, and I don't feel that way. I mean, there's a lot. There's still a lot that you can attack and get after and get better at. Um, this doesn't have to be the storybook dream season. It truly can be the beginning of something that can be sustainable here.
0: Yeah. I think that's a great point too, on the organizations that get rumored, right? He's not searching for just any job. I want to leave Ann Arbor. It's, you know, the bears drafted him. He played there for six, seven years. And then the Raiders obviously got his start there. uh, As we talked about the lions. Yeah. Hey, I would take him (laughs) (laughs) as a lion. You would. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, You fit right in too.
1: No experience. And uh, you know, Hey, 25 years old, go get it kid. See what they're, they might, they might offer you the job.
0: Well, I was talking about I would take him as my coach as a lion. Oh, I thought you meant <laughs> yeah.
1: you'd take the
2: lion's job. I got you. Okay. Well, I mean, I Dan guess I would Campbell, take it too. Dan, probably... Dan
0: Campbell cold called the lions
2: into interviewing him. So that's Clay, true. you might have a shot there if you did you never know. decide to pivot away from
0: digital media. So that's a good point. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Sean Nua quickly uh, before we talk about some of the roster movement, but, um, you know, as you said, Chris, you know, the rumblings about other teams looking at him. He did a good job this year. He also had two first round draft picks on the edges. I thought he did a really nice job developing Mozzie Smith and Chris Hinton. Guys, it took a big step forward this year as well. So it's a sting in that sense. But Jim Harbaugh's done a really good job over the years, at least I think, of replacing some assistant coaches. We saw it his past offseason with basically all six of those hires that he made, and even the guys that he decided to retain, including Sean Newa turned out to be really the right moves, and this is one of the better staffs now in the country. Um, I think there's a sting there. depends on who they bring in. Ryan Osborne is the name everybody's talking about as well, defensive analyst who could step in, does a really good job recruiting. GA at uh, Mississippi State in Florida before taking over at UT Martin as the defensive line coach before coming to Michigan. So he's got some experience. He's kind of one of those young grinder, rising-type guys in the business. Uh, what do you think about potential replacements and the sting factor of uh, new leaving? It was funny
1: because when we asked about Sean News was working with the defensive tackles and we said we asked Chris Hutchinson, Aiden's dad, all right, who's the guy that's been working with Aiden? And he said, well, he can only do so much on the field, he said, but Ryan Osborne's the guy that had the biggest impact on him. And and it wasn't new coaching those guys. I mean, I'm sure he had a say, but he did a great job, too, with guys like Mike Morris and Chris Jenkins, who came on and, and provided some key key minutes and he's going to have to provide a lot more next year guys with Chris Hinton leaving. So him and Mozzie Smith, I can think and do a good job there. Uh, Jenkins, not a huge guy, but he's quicker. Uh, I think he's going to be pretty good. So uh, in my opinion, it's going to be Osborne and I think it's kind of a no brainer. Uh, He's got the, he's got Aiden Hutchinson's backing. And he said what he did for me was unbelievable. And he said, uh, you know, I think at some point, uh, you know, he's been a hands-on guy before. Right. And there, I don't know how much he could, work with them on the field. I know that people were saying that he was and he got in trouble for it, so on and so forth, which was quickly, you know, they quickly stopped it, maybe a secondary violation or something like that. But he is the logical replacement in my opinion. And I think he would have left for UConn or somewhere else if Jim Harbaugh hadn't said, Hey, look, we're going to have a room for you. And I'm not saying he forced Sean Newa out. Uh, I do think Sean Newa's, probably more comfortable on the West coast, uh, honestly. Um, and I do, don't think he was a great recruiter. I think he was a, a better recruiter than given credit for at times, but, uh, and he had a, a, he was defensive line coach of the year, right. If I'm not mistaken. So, yep. um, yeah, exactly. So good for him and I wish him all the best cause he's a quality guy and, uh, hope he kills it uh, wherever he goes.
2: Yeah, I'm on board with all that. Uh, Also, I joked with Clayton about this earlier, but it will also, uh, press conferences will have a lot less of the term fricking in it now that Sean Nua is no longer uh, in Ann Arbor. I thought he did a really nice job. Um, Those first two years that he he was here, it seemed like, I don't want to say he was a non-factor, but the growth just wasn't where it needed to be. I mean, it it did take, they needed guys like Chris Hinton and Mozzie Smith to step up probably a little bit earlier than they did. But, you know, that also kind of goes back to how they recruited the position under under Don Brown, where they were taking, you know, these 240 pound defensive ends from the East coast and trying to beef them up or throwing Ben Mason in the trenches there. So I did a good job this year. Um, again, guy that, uh, you know, money talks and there's a lot of money going around at USC right now, given that they are investing in Lincoln Riley. And that's a, you know, the PAC 12 is kind of a black hole right now. And that's a program that really has a shot to take advantage of that. So I don't, you know, don't hold that against him at all. Um, the one thing I will say about Osborne, I, I agree with you, Chris, in that I feel like it's kind of the logical just step up. It, Jim Harbaugh has kind of created like just a hierarchy of guys where someone leaves, this guy steps in, someone moves on, whatever. Um, I would hope that in a new Jim Harbaugh deal, when it's coming with more money for assistance, I would hope that you would at least maybe put some feelers out there and make some calls to some other guys around the country because. You know, you can throw a lot of money around too if, if what happens is what we think it's going to happen. So um, I would make some other calls. You never know who you could get. I mean, I certainly, I don't know if many people thought that Mike Hart would end up at Michigan last year. I, you know, there have been hires like that in the past. So I would probably call around a little bit, but you can't, you know, given all the feedback we've heard about Osborne and, and how recruits have spoken about him, how players have spoken about him, um, stuff we've heard behind the scenes. If he was the guy, I don't think that's a bad thing. Higher at all and it fits it would fit right in with kind of what the dna of this defensive coaching staff has been
0: yeah i i agree with that i think it's worth looking around as well it would be somewhat of a risk to take a guy who only has a year or two of on-field experience he's worked with edge guys for a long time both of his ga duties he's worked with some really good edge guys montez sweat at mississippi state and some others at florida but you know maybe look at if you can get a proven commodity especially like you said if you're going to raise that pool um So Aiden Hutchinson, David Ajabo, gone. It makes the job a lot harder for whoever takes that defensive line job. Uh, We also saw Dalen Baldwin head to the NFL, Chris Hinton as well on the defensive line, go to the NFL, which was the biggest shock. Five transfers out so far as of this recording. There could be one in two seconds right now if we checked our phone potentially. Uh, That's just kind of the way things are going right now in college football. But um, nothing's really shocked me on the transfer side of things. Like I said, Hinton was a surprise uh Baldwin, you know, the situation there is probably a little bit different. I think he was planning on coming for one year anyway and taking a shot at the NFL. That's a mutual thing. They've got to get down to 85 scholarships this year. Uh, didn't have to this past year with guys taking extra years. Uh, your guys' thoughts on the roster and how things are shaking out. Obviously, there'll be some more announcements here in the days to come. Yeah, there'll be a surprise
1: or two, uh, maybe on the offensive side of the ball, keep your eyes open. It's going to be interesting. Uh, we'll have some more on that in the fort at the but, um, Keep your eyes open. Uh, I'm surprised Hassan Haskins hasn't announced yet, to be honest with you, because we've heard that one's a done deal for a long time. But we do know that they are working hard on NIL stuff to try to get some guys to stay, Dax Hill being one of them. Maybe Hassan Haskins is another one. uh, And maybe they can say, hey, you know, you want a guaranteed million bucks? Here's, you know, we've got NIL stuff lined up for you. You get to stay, make your money, uh, more than you would make in your rookie year in the NFL. And you get to come back and try to. Try to protect your championship, win another championship, and repeat. So we'll see. I'm not expecting it, but we'll see what happens. Vince Gray is a guy who was talking about leaving after the Orange Bowl. Uh, If I were him, I'd probably reconsider that and say, hey, come on back and maybe get some NIL money here. Uh, That was a tough game for him, unfortunately. He played well for much of the year. Uh, it just would, wasn't meant to be. So, uh, and there will always be others guys. It's just the nature of the business. Now you talk about transfers in and out guys, Darian Green Warner was no, and was no surprise. Andre Selden was no surprise. We could have told you in the middle of the year, those guys would be likely to go. Uh, I was really happy to hear that Kalel Mullings, we broke the news that Kalel Mullings will be back, uh, accepted into the Ross business school. So he's not going anywhere. This kid care, cares about his education and hopefully he can get to the point where he contributes um, Josh Ross, I thought that was interesting because we'd heard from people very close to him that he was probably leaving. And then after the game, uh, he told Doug Carr. She says, I haven't decided yet. So he's still thinking about it, but there'll be others. So be it. Uh, it's like Bill Parcells always told our Doug Skeen, doesn't matter what who comes and goes. Every team is different every year, uh, even if it's one or two guys. So they're going to have a lot. They're not going to be able to replicate last year, but they're going to have the cultures in place, in my opinion, to have another nice year.
2: Yeah. I don't know how bound binding an arrangement it is, but I know Hassan Haskins did a, accept a senior bowl invite. So I don't know okay. what goes into that. Um, I think you can get out of it, but I do too. If you give yeah, you can reneg probably. on that as long as you haven't signed with G- an agent or something. Yeah. yeah. G- Jim Nagy's a Michigan guy. He, they would figure it out if there was a way yes. to, uh, to do that. But um, yeah, not really. The only one I'm legitimately surprised by so far was, was Chris Hinton. Um, that's, mm-hmm. you know, you guys know I keep a pretty close eye on mock drafts and, Player rankings and things like that. Uh, and not that that carries a whole lot of it. speaking of Jim Nagy. I've brought that up to him before, and he's like, None of that means anything this time of year. But regardless, I like to keep tabs on that stuff. I haven't seen Chris Hinton pop up on any of that. So, um, you know, if you're ready to go, you're ready to go. I'm never going to disparage someone who takes a shot on them themselves. Um, I don't know if maybe Sean Newell leaving had something to do with that, but regardless, uh, he's gone. We certainly weren't surprised to see Anthony Solomon go, was record, uh, recruited to play the Viper in that previous defense. The cornerbacks, all the guys that left, they, had, they didn't see the field this year. We hadn't heard anything about them. So um, these guys want to play. And with this transfer portal exploding the way it has, um, you know, there's a lot of movement that takes place. And, and Michigan is going to be part of that in years that it doesn't fare well and in years where they go to the college football playoff. It's just kind of the way it is. Um, Dan Villari, I can't say is too, too surprising. Um, You know, he was like the 3A, 3B backup uh, to Cade and JJ this year. Michigan's bringing in two quarterbacks in this upcoming class. So, um, again, guys just want to play, especially when you have the DNA at that type of position, like quarterback, where you just want to get out there and make a difference. Um, There'll be a spot for all these guys somewhere. Um, Yeah, no other really, it seems like we're still waiting on Dax Hill. I don't, uh, none of the departures I I would, I don't know. Josh Ross hasn't popped up on a lot of draft stuff either. So maybe coming back for another year, isn't the worst thing in the world. But, uh, other than Dax Hill, I can't, uh, like you said, Chris, this team's gonna be different next year, but a lot of these guys are coming back and then the DNA is going to be different. How it looks, looks different. Um, but yeah, we're kind of just waiting on that Dax Hill shoot a drop here
0: in that vein. Um, I loved what Aiden said after the game talking about how he was already in that locker room talking to some of the guys who he knows are going to be the leaders on next year's team and telling them hey, you know, this is what needs to be done and you know, follow this mold and you know, keep your head up. This is just the beginning. I love to hear that as well because as you guys said, there's going to it's a different team. The leaders are gone, you know, in many in you know, in many cases you still have Cade McNamara and some other leaders returning on this team, but you have a little bit of that trickled on. Chris, you talk about it with skiing all the time. How it's that thing where you're a, you're an underclassman, you watch how the older guys do it. They win a championship, and then you go from there, and you're able to do it when it's your turn. So uh, I thought that was really encouraging. Last thing, real quick, we talk about transfer portal out, and I know Michigan doesn't get many transfers in, but uh, for me, that thing starts on the defensive line, both at edge specifically, D tackle especially now with Chris Hinton leaving. I think you could look at a safety. Uh, I would look at potentially a big running back like they did with the Arizona State kid as well uh, a couple weeks ago who ended up going to Ohio State as a linebacker. Uh, where do things start for you guys in the transfer portal if you're Michigan? Because we know Jim Harbaugh said on signing day they're thin in both the defensive backfield right now, especially after losing a few of these depth guys, uh, and then also at edge, which he, he flat out you know admitted. Uh, where would you guys start uh, in, the, in the portal? Right there.
1: You nailed it, <laughs> and they will. And uh, the hard part, of course, being that – it's not the mid-year guys that generally get in classes have to transfer. So it's usually the freshmen, you know, who can to, uh, afford to lose a couple classes or grads, grad transfers uh, like uh, Olu Oluwatimi, I believe is how you pronounce it from Virginia. So, uh, so you're a little bit more limited at Michigan and so be it. Uh, that's just the way it is. But getting Olu in there is a huge deal on offense. I think that was the one area where you're saying, okay, Uh, where can we get some help? You found it. Uh, I think every other position, you're looking pretty darn good. And the offense is probably going to be asked to carry a little more of the load this year guys, but on defense. Yeah. Another defensive tackle. I think Mike Morris can add a little more weight to his frame and play inside a little more. Uh, Chris Jenkins coming on helps. And if Mozzie Smith stays back, that's a, that's a good trio. Let's see what happens with Donovan Jeter. Okay, he's got another year of eligibility left, and who knows? Maybe they bring he's never him leaving. back. <laughs> he's never leaving. The guy's been here for eight years, and Jim Harbaugh says he still hasn't played his best football, but he's looking for him to play. You know, he says he's still got another gear that he can reach, so maybe it's next year as a ninth-year senior. So, uh, But defensive ends, uh, Absolutely. Uh, you know, Braden McGregor didn't play a whole lot. Uh, it, I guess TJ guys in the mix, Taylor Upshaw coming back helps, but he's more of a run stopping guy, not really a pass rusher in my opinion. So that's where you have to, that's where you have to start. And, uh, I think the defensive backfield as well, that wouldn't hurt. Um, who's the, who's the Northwestern safety? I guess he's probably leaning towards Notre Dame.
0: Yeah. Brandon Joseph. So he's taken one yeah. visit so far to Notre Dame and talking yeah. to people, so- the cover Notre Dame it sounds like they feel like it's going to be done by the weekend so right and that's fine he's a Michigan's stud though this, yeah he is a
1: stud and Michigan's got some young talent there but one more defensive back I think wouldn't hurt either
2: here Chris what was the line from Animal House seven years of college down the drain <laughs> exactly <Donovan laughs>
1: or we go Tommy boy <laughs> yeah a lot of people go to college for seven years yeah they're called doctors so that's okay. <laughs> and we're not um, talking on Donovan Jeter who is doing a great job no no
2: no it's just yeah. just caught the reference there um <laughs> Totally lost my train of thought Um, edge. It starts, it starts at edge. I mean, um, there were times where guys like Jalen Harrell and even TJ guy late in the year kind of came in and he did some things, but you don't have anyone that's like, it seems like when Michigan has had this lineage of pass rushers, there's always kind of been like that next guy in line. Um, I don't see that with what they have now. Um, So edge is certainly something I would attack really just the front seven in general. Even if Ross comes back, I'm not crazy about their depth at linebacker. Um, or their size or their athletic really just linebacker in general, size, athleticism, I think um it's an unfair comparison, but when you watch a guy like N'Kobe Dean run across the field to make a play, like that's what you need now. And they don't really have that. And maybe there's some things the one thing I'll say about McDonald is that I think what you can do, what he is able to do, and something that he was at the forefront of with the Ravens was they will adapt based on their personnel. Like this defense will look different next year based on what they feel like they're good at probably wouldn't say they'd scrap it, go back to the drawing board, but it'll be, Hey, what are you guys good at? What do you, what do we want to be? So those meetings will take place, but anything in the front seven, um, I think is something they should go after Um with Olu. I think they're, they might have the best. I mean, as, as good as Andrew has played this year, they got a Remington award caliber guy there. I mean, that's, on paper, that's an upgrade. And it, and on paper, it gives you what could be, you know, one of the best interior offensive lines in college football. So that's huge for next year, um, especially if you're looking to dip in the portal to get one of those power run guys um, that'll get you a tough yard or uh, we'll see what happens there. But yeah, I'm with you. I think, uh, I think most of their positions of need will be on defense. I don't think I would really do much with the offense at all. I, I don't think they need to really dip in for anything. They're deep at most positions outside of, of running back. Um, that unit's going to have to carry a lot of the load next year, but I do feel like, um, I feel like defensively there's, again, there's a lot of guys in the portal now. So you talked about how it's tougher to bring guys into Michigan, given what some of the restrictions are. There's a lot more guys in there than there have been. So there's going to be a fit somewhere if, if nothing else, just as another body. So we'll see how they attack that. You would hope that they're able to, um, add some pieces somewhere. There's a lot of work to do, but, It is also
0: January 6th as we record today. So a lot of time to figure it all out. It's a good point. Offseason is in full swing very, very quickly, uh, as we found out earlier on this week and and throughout the week. Good stuff, fellas. Uh, We'll continue to monitor, of course, the Jim Harbaugh situation, all the roster movement, uh, all the assistant coach potential movement, keeping guys, whatnot, extensions, all of that at TheWolverine.com, $1.00 gets you an entire year, Uh, that deal will not last forever. So do that right now, $1 at TheWolverine.com.